This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. folks, it's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. So today I, I wanted to talk about the last layer of experience, which is ourselves within the experience and really what to do when things happen in our experience. The last time uh, in our last podcast, I talked about um, the what is and a, a little bit about our perception of the what is um, because our individual perception is quite limited. And so when we look at what's going on around us, um, there's usually a layer of pain there and we're often quick to make judgments about what's going on, but those judgments are not done from uh, a full understanding. They're, they're done from our, from our very limited perception. And so that causes us to react and respond to our experience maybe differently than we would if we, if we knew everything, <laughs> um, we're not meant to know everything, right? So our limited perception is, is, is designed that way. It's on purpose. We're here to learn. That's the point. So, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it just means that those judgments that we make um, are often coming from a place of not having all of the information. We think we do because we just watch something happen in front of us. Um, and we think we know the person um, that's involved, but we don't know as much as we think we'd, we'd like to think we do. And so that's where we run into trouble. But I don't want to focus this time on the outside world so much. What I want to do is come back and focus in on what we're doing in our heads and uh, with ourselves. Um, because when something happens in our experience, um, we have two choices. We can react or we can respond. When we react, it's mostly done without thought. We just sort of blah, something happens, we say or do something very quickly. It's sort of, uh, most of the time it's an automatic response. There's very little thought involved. It, it's, it, we just, we sort of just do. And things happen, right? Um, and that's a reaction, right? A response requires actual thought for like a second where your brain actually kicks in and, and you have a quick conversation with yourself and you decide consciously what to do in that situation. Those are very, very different things. One, the, the reaction generally come, will come from fear or anger. The reaction is often very automated, meaning you've done it a thousand times before and you're just doing it again. So it's on autoplay. It is um, doing its own thing on its, at its own time in its own way. And that's it. And so you have very little, or you think you have very little conscious control over things. So what self-awareness within the experience allows us to do is it allows us to say, I'm taking control of this bus. And it allows us to say, when things happen, I'm no longer just reacting on autopilot, like a robot drone. I'm going to decide what happens in my experience or what I do with myself in my own experience 
at every minute of every day. I'm making conscious choices and learning to take control of myself. And this is where we talk about this idea of awareness. Well, what does, how do you do that? How do you, how do you take something, a reaction like that, that happens sort of um, on autoplay without you even recognizing it's going on? How do you, how do you intervene there? How do I, how do I inject myself into that so that I don't react so easily and so much? So the trick, the, the whole thing, is about being aware of yourself and your own triggers. What causes you to react? What causes you to react? And what is your reaction? What do you do? Right? So if we're talking about your experience with other people, then when people do certain things, you react to them a certain way. This could be your kids, it could be your spouse, it could be your friends, it could, it could be anybody, right? But when something happens, you respond a certain way, you react a certain way, you do something very specific, right? But you have to recognize the trigger. That's the deal. So you have to be aware enough of yourself to know what the trigger is before you can actually deal with the reaction. Because if you don't know what triggers you and it just happens uh, just randomly and you're like, I don't even know where that came from. If you have no idea what's going on or why that's even happening, then you can't, you can't handle it. You can't manage it. The only way to manage it is by understanding what causes it in the first place. So you have to figure out what that trigger is. And then you have to stop arguing with it. Because it's likely the trigger is something you don't have control over. Which means you just have to accept that it's there. It's part of your outside world. It's part of your external experience. It just is. And because you react to it, it causes you to trip over it. It's causing you a problem. You're tripping over it. It's, it's hanging out there. It's there for you to stub your toe on every day. Okay, so now what? It's there. You have no choice. You have to accept it. You have to. Because that's the only way for you to allow yourself the opportunity to not just react to it when it occurs. So you have to have mental awareness of this is the trigger. This is what this person does that causes me to go into this blind rage. <laughs> this is what this person does that causes me to do this thing. And I need to stop this thing. This is what, this is what the trigger is. Okay. So the trigger is going to happen and you're going to react. Okay. Even with that awareness, the trigger is going to happen and you're going to react. And then you're going to sit down by yourself after that. And you're going to go, what the heck, what is going on? And you're going to have to look at that trigger again. And you're going to have to get really okay with it. You're going to have to say, why does this bother me so much? What is it about what's happening around me? that is such a problem. Why is this so hard? What is this about? Right? We have these automatic responses. We do things. We do things. Right? So it used to be that when I would have um, money issues in, in my world, my automatic response or reaction was basically to shut down. I just wouldn't do anything. Right? So I wouldn't even do my own work, never mind anything else. I would let it upset my entire day, sometimes entire weeks 
over one thing or two things that would come up in my experience. And I had to get really conscious of myself within those things, right? To stay out of the patterns and the habits of them. And you would be surprised, even though it wasn't a reaction in terms of me, you know, yelling at somebody or getting mad, it was still a reaction and a response, a habit that I really had to work at not doing. It took me a long time to get my brain to shift away from this idea that it couldn't do anything, that shutting down was the only option, and that I could focus on something else and continue to do my work. It took me a long time to do it. And what you're watching, even this morning, is me shifting that pattern. This, even just doing this podcast this morning is me shifting that pattern. And I had to get conscious because I was sitting on the couch. You know, it's only 8.30 in the morning or whatever, it's early. But I was, I was sitting on the couch. And, and I went, nope, this is the old pattern, we can't do this. That's awareness, it kicks in and goes, hey, wait, what are you doing? Get, get off your butt and go do your thing. Get, get going. You got work to do. Don't, don't dive into the old pattern now. Don't, don't sit. Get moving. And that's the thing. That's where awareness comes in. The ability to look at that and go, hey, wait. You know, my, my, what I'm doing right now is not helpful to me. I need to change it. That is the point. That's what, where you need to get to, right? So it's different. You know, that, that scenario is, is pretty controlled, right? So it, in a situation where you're dealing with somebody else, it can be a little harder because we get into, we get into autopilot a lot, right? When we're dealing with other people and, and relationships create habits and patterns, we react a certain way, right? For those of us that are lucky enough to still have our parents around, that, that parent-child relationship is ingrained in you. And, and, and if you're aware enough of yourself, you can probably see the habits and, and, and patterns that come back to you when you're in the presence of your parents. Because those old routines, those old childhood things are still there. Even though you're not that person, even though you have grown exponentially beyond that place, you still fall back into some of those patterns because that relationship is that way and that's how much of a habit that relationship is to you. So this is just like breaking any habit it's, it, of smoking or biting your nails or anything that you might do. It, it is literally about that. It is the process of habit breaking. The difference is it's not what we think of when we think of habit breaking. When we think of habit breaking, we think of biting nails and we start chewing on our nails and we, we, we recognize it and then we stop it. And, and, then, and then you do it and, and then you maybe do it absentmindedly for 20 minutes before you finally stop, right? Like it's that. And so all of these types of re reactions that we have to our external world are just habits that we have to break in order to create new habits. So it has to be replaced with something. And all of that just comes from awareness. It just comes from being aware of myself and being 
being able to hold on to my awareness of myself, even when I'm in the presence of whomever. That's the harder part. Can I stay in my power and maintain my awareness of myself when I'm in the presence of pick your person? And to do that, to do that really requires a connection to yourself and your power. It just does. And you're not going to be perfect at it. It is not a perfect system because it takes a long time to kind of slowly start to shift some of these relationships, especially if you're talking about parents or siblings. It can take a long time to shift those relationships slowly. People don't want to see you as they are. They want to see you as you were, as they knew you. That's kind of how people are. So the acceptance of change is challenging for folks and people don't like it um, because it forces them to change. Um, and then in some cases, what happens in, in some relationships, we lose those people because they simply can't handle the new version of us. They, they just, they leave, right? That may or may not happen with family. It can. It depends on how far apart you were to start with, right? Um, so it, it can, and it's okay when it does. I, I know we have this attachment to family, but it, it is okay if, if those relationships fall away too. Um, and sometimes they will. It, it just depends on where it was to begin with, right? Um, and and how, far, how far apart you were to start with, whether that occurs or not. So when things happen, we have to become aware of ourselves within the experience. What is this experience here for? What's it teaching me? What am I, what am I meant to learn? Probably not going to do that in the experience. In the experience, what we're driving for, as we've been talking about, is changing the habit of response that we have so that we're not just reacting, we're, we're becoming more aware of ourselves and we're making a more conscious choice about how to respond to these triggers, right? Because they're all, it's all just triggers. They're all triggers, everything. <laughs> it's, all, it's all just triggering you, right? So it's what you do with the trigger. But you gotta recognize the trigger first in order to change it, okay? So that's, that's the first step. So then once you figure out habits and patterns and you kind of solve those things, then, then you move to a different space. Because now that that episode's going to end and, and you're going to be left on to your own devices. And then you're going to have to understand what happened. Now you have to go back and digest, right? So you're going to get by yourself. You're going to get some time alone and you're going to have to go back and figure out what the heck. Okay. So why is this here and what is this teaching me? So... When you ask those questions, what you're looking for is A, the trigger, but B, you're looking for the pain point for you. So that trigger is stemming from some pain somewhere, some idea you picked up, some belief you have about yourself or the world around you, some something, some experience you had, but it's stemming from somewhere. There's a pain point, there's a belief there, there's something there. And your job is to dig around in the clutter and figure out what that pain point is. You, you may happen on it right away. It might take you a few minutes, but you will find, you will find the pain point. There's some insecurity. There's some uh, lack of worthiness. There's some trust issues. There's some something there. There's something there going on, right? 
So what we want to do is not project that. It's not, well, they shouldn't do that, okay? And we're not going to beat ourselves up. I shouldn't have done that, right? So we're not doing those two things. We're staying out of that entirely. We're not doing the blame game. We're not doing the shame game. We're not playing any of that stuff. We're just simply saying, I'm taking responsibility for my own behavior, regardless of what goes on around me. I'm taking responsibility for me, period, end of story. And then find the pain point and accept that pain or that experience or that thing. Let it go. Let the other person that did the thing to you off the hook. We don't, I don't talk forgiveness. Forgiveness is the ideal. We, we simply go for letting people off the hook, okay? So you're going to let everybody, including yourself, off the hook. We let go of the shame. We let go of the blame. We let go of the guilt. We let go of, we let go of all the stuff. We let go of the anger. We let go of the pain. We let go of it. We just let go of it. We accept the experience as this is what happened. It just is. I can't change it. I can't go back and fix it. There's nothing I can do about it. It just is, period. And we stop tripping over it. We decide in that moment that we're not going to trip over that experience anymore. We're no longer tripping on that pain. I know it's there. I accept that the universe has been trying to show it to me because I keep getting triggered by it, right? And I'm going to be okay with it. And I'm going to stop tripping on it. Okay. Now I'm going to move forward. The universe is going to show me that thing again. Now I have the ability, I understand the trigger. I understand myself within the trigger. I know why I trigger. I know what the trigger is. And I'm choosing now to accept that experience for what it is and simply let it be there, and I'm not going to trip over it anymore. When you recognize the trigger, which you now will, now you can begin to make a conscious choice around a response that is better. You may even do that outside of this scenario. You may even do that while you're sitting on your couch. You may even say, what's a better way forward for myself? How do I handle this differently or better and come up with a different response? You may even do that while you're on your couch and there's nothing going on. That might be a good time for you to do it. What do I need to do instead? What's the alternative response or behavior I need to create for myself? Now you've got to use awareness when you go out in the world and the thing happens. Now it's just awareness, awareness of myself. Okay, here's the trigger. They're doing it again. Uh-uh. Nope, not this time. I'm not playing and change your reaction. Now, what's going to happen? If we're talking about other people, they are going to grumble at you. They are going to be mad because you're not playing the game the same way anymore. You suddenly changed the game. You didn't toss the ball back like you always do. Now they're pissed off. They're mad. And they might get really mad. Especially if you don't respond, especially if you are able to maintain control. Now, I doubt you will, <laughs> right? So here's human. This is, hey, we're human. This is going to happen, right? This person is going to keep pushing on that button harder and harder and harder, right? Like getting mad at the crosswalk or the elevator button. And so you start banging on the thing. Well, what happens 
eventually you will trigger and respond and react. And, and, and it just is, right? So this is the process and it takes time to go through it, right? So you're not changing it all in one shot. You might change your own initial response, but then after five minutes of somebody poking at you, you do the same thing again. And then the next time you might get six or seven minutes and then do it again. And then you might get eight or nine minutes and do it again and so on. Until eventually, until eventually, it either changes or the relationship breaks. That's, that's what you're doing. That, that's what's happening. Okay, that's, that's the process that you have to go through, right? The ones that are easier to break are the ones where we don't have the outside people involved, where we're not dealing with friends and family. Those are the ones that are easier to handle because then you don't, you don't have the external trigger reaction thing. You don't, you don't have that game. You're not, you're not trying to shift somebody else. You're, you're just, you're, you're concentrating on yourself and it's only about you, right? So like the story I gave earlier about the, the money thing triggering me and causing me to stop my work and stop doing what I do. Well, okay, right? I don't have an external person sitting there. So I'm only dealing with me and my trigger and my reaction or response to what's going on. And that's a little simpler. But it still requires a lot of conscious thought to get yourself out of patterns and habits because you will fall back into them very, very quickly and very easily. You really have to be paying attention, right? So what do we get from all of this? Aside from reacting a different way to people, aside from playing a different game and responding to life differently, what actually happens? Nothing and everything all at the same time. When you change how you respond to your life, and the triggers that, that happen within it, whatever they are. Other people, your own stuff, doesn't matter. At first, not a whole lot happens. The people around you are grumbly because you're not the same human being. The triggers, the old triggers keep happening. They haven't stopped yet. There's lag time out there in the great wide world. There's a lot of lag time out there in the great wide world. And so we get to stay in it for quite a while, actually. We, we get to hang out in it. It doesn't, it doesn't always change instantly. And what we're looking for here is stabilization of that new way of being. We're grounding ourselves in that new way of being. The trigger comes up. We now don't even consciously think about not reacting. We simply do the old response, the response, the, the, the new response that we've created for ourselves. We simply do the new thing. We're, we're simply in such a habit and such a pattern of the new way of being now that we no longer even have to really consciously pay attention to the old way. We don't even have to look for it. We just know what it is and we just don't go there. We've made a choice and we're firm in it and we don't argue with ourselves about it anymore. When you get there, when you fully ground in it, when you fully allow it to shift and you firmly stay in your power, you make the choice, you know what it is, you're completely aware of it and you do it. And you do it unquestioningly every time, unquestioningly every time. 
then you will watch the outside world begin to change for you, but not before then. That can be, it's a good thing. Lag time is a good thing, right? As I like to say, you'd have an elephant in your living room if we didn't have lag time. Lag time is good. But, right? For the human, in a world where we like instant gratification, lag time is challenging and can be frustrating. And so we have to just be aware of ourselves within that. I'm in this lag time space. I recognized the pattern. I've decided to shift it. It's going to take a little while for it to change. I'm going to keep experiencing this trigger and I have to be okay with it for a while. It's just the way it's going to be. And that can be frustrating. Because we want change and we want it now because we live in a microwave world. But we have to be patient. And we have to trust that as we change, the world will change around us. Now, you may not get increments of change. <laughs> you might just get, <laughs> here's the cliff, jump off, right? You, you, might, you might get that proverbial tower moment where everything just kind of falls apart around you and you sort of get to just kind of stand in your power and, and, and watch this tower fall, right? And, and instead of the sarcasm of everything's fine as it crumbles down around me, you really are just sort of saying everything's fine. And you're letting it crumble around you and you're not trying to glue it back together. Right? Because humans have a natural tendency when things start to collapse around them to want to pick the pieces up and put them back together again. We don't like to let it go. And that also requires some awareness. Hey, wait, this is the collapse. This, this, is, this is the shift to what I want. And it's uncomfortable and we don't like it. And maybe it's even painful. But we can be okay within that. Because we have the awareness of ourselves to be able to do that. I'm aware enough of myself now that when something happens, I can immediately look around and go, what is this about? What is this for? what's happening and not in that define the 3d not in the define the what is right we're not defining what is when i say what is happening right now is this the old pattern is something collapsing or shifting what's happening right so what's happening we're not looking at the 3d i'm not looking at the what is or who's saying what to who i don't care i'm only looking for what is this in relation to me? And is it mine? Right? And that's the one thing we haven't talked about. The is it mine part. Right? Because the is it mine determines whether I need to do anything or not. Is it mine is how I decide whether I even need to bother responding. And I'll give you a hint, 98% of the stuff that happens in your life isn't yours. 98% of the stuff that happens in your life is somebody else's. It's other people's stuff that they bring you. They bring it to you. But it's not yours. And you don't have to pick it up. You don't have to touch it. 98% of everything that happens in your life is not yours. 
And when you recognize it as not yours, when you're aware of it as not yours, and you stop picking up things that aren't yours, there's another habit to break, eventually you get to a place where life's pretty quiet because you're no longer dealing with things that aren't yours. Life's quiet. It doesn't mean you can't be compassionate. It doesn't mean you can't be kind. It doesn't mean you can't offer a shoulder and be caring, right? But that tow truck is no help if it's stuck too. So if you want to play the part of the tow truck and help other people, which is cool, totally okay, make sure that you're not jumping in the mud. Make sure that you're not picking it up so you get yourself stuck too, right? Check yourself, check your own energy, check. Be aware of yourself, right? I don't need to jump in the soup here. That is not the requirement, right? I can be kind, I can be compassionate, I can be loving, I can be nice, but I do not need to make it so that I need help too, right? We don't need to do that. So when things happen, let's, let's narrow this down and sum it back up here just for the end of this. When things happen, first thing we got to do is decide if it's ours. We're going to assume it is. And now we're going to catch ourselves probably after the fact. Something's going to trigger. We're going to react. We're going to go back to our, to our home. We're going to get on our couch all by ourselves and we're going to say, what the heck? We're going to find that pain point. We're going to stop tripping over it. We're going to accept it. We're going to let it go. We're going to let everybody off the hook. We don't do forgiveness. We're letting everybody off the hook. And then we're going to wait for it to trigger again. And it will trigger again. We still react. What the heck's going on, right? Now we have to create a new response, right? Now we can be aware. We can create a new response. We can make sure we let it go. We can make sure that we've done that work for ourselves. We're going to create a new response. Now we're going to bring our awareness. Oh, there's the trigger. I'm going to change the response. Person's going to get grumpy. You're probably going to react in your normal way at some point in the process. And you're going to do that a few times. The relationship will either change or fall away. And that's the end. And then it's shifted. We run into trouble because people don't like the falling away part. People, people don't want that, right? I want to keep my relationship. And so they will actually hang on to old patterns in order to maintain relationships. And I encourage you to not do that to yourself. That's a re-victimization of old patterns. The fear of not having anybody or being alone. So I would encourage you to not do that to yourself. And if you are doing that to yourself and you're staying in relationships and old patterns that you've tried to shift, but people don't like it when you do it, then I would look at yourself. What are you hanging on to? Give yourself back whatever it is that you're looking for in the outside world so that you can be okay enough to cement in those changes that you know you need to make, right? There's nothing worse than being aware of a change that you know, you know you need to do and feeling stuck because the people around you don't cooperate because they don't really like change either. 
find a way to move forward with yourself by accepting whatever the piece is that you're missing within yourself. Because it's there. It's always there. All right? Okay. I am going to leave it. We are done for today. I will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Again, the masterclass uh, link is down below. It goes on Sunday, so please get self-signed up. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and or share from wherever you are. I appreciate your support immensely. Again, thank you so much. I am Laura Bungars, and this is Spirituality Unpacked. Have an amazing weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.